Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone. Uh, this is a podcast and I'm here with. Hey, this is uh, Zach Vargas. Dude, What's going on, Josh? Dude, not much, man. Like, uh, dude, it's 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 really cool because, like, so uh, just a little bit of a backstory. Like, I started this podcast like a like a year like a year ago, and honestly, you were one of the like one of my like people that I've really wanted to talk to forever. So this is really really cool for me. <laughs> yeah, you end up coming to coming across me uh, uh how oh dude well i mean i've i've known about like alija and then uh when i i I've, I've always loved that band and when i uh found out on uh found you on instagram i had been i i'd been following you not in a creepy way and uh and i've just oh. <laughs> and uh and then yeah after i saw that thing that you uh did with gulch which was fucking sick i was like dude i'm just gonna ask and see if he's down oh perfect yeah, pretty dude. timing too. Uh, I'm like still riding the high of that. That was super fun, dude. Dude, how did that like? How did that feel knowing that? So, like, first of all, Gulch being sick and like them just covering a song that you did forever ago. How did it feel to get back up there and do that? It was unbelievable. It's surreal. Uh, I actually love Gulch. Like prior to all this, <laughs> that's sick. That was probably like. Um, <clears throat> That's probably like my favorite current hardcore band. I like them and uh, Candy a lot. Oh, okay. Um, but Gulch being local, I basically say that was probably my favorite hardcore band. Um, and uh, so, yeah, just even hearing that they like were fans at one point of Elijah was just like sick. I was so stoked. <laughs> Dude. Dude, yeah, like because like I, I saw them posted uh, on Twitter or my sent my friend sent it to me and I was like, Oh, dude! If like that would be insane, and then I saw you then post saying like, "Yo, this show's gonna be nuts," and I was like, "There's no way." And then like when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, fuck, dude! This is so sick!" So like, yeah, I was just I was stoked, and I I get like, I know I know a lot of people seeing that made them equally as stoked. It was just so sick to like <laughs> to see that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Heck yeah, dude! Like, and then uh. Just like 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 uh, right off the right off the bat, like I wanted to know like how did you even get like be like how did you even start in music and like also was like Elijah your first band? Yeah, it was actually. Um, I and mean, we we had a really crappy name before, but it was the same band. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and like uh, it was uh, it was it used to be called um. My God! So like we wanted to call it a like, something to do with like Elysium. Okay. We had a guitarist who was really adamant that like revenge had to be in the name. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's like all he cared about. And so we had this for probably the first year. Um, and granted, this is when we're like 13, 14. So yeah. I think we're like freshman, freshman, sophomore. Um, we went by the name Elysium's Revenge. 
Dude, that's awesome. Just meaningless. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's basically how we came up with the name Elysia when we were like, okay, we should probably shorten this dumb name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude dude and then that's also like one thing like i've always like because i've always heard like uh, like elijah or like so many people have always said like elijah and everything and like and like because i remember seeing like a, a show from you guys on youtube from like at the showcase theater and i heard you say that i was like oh now i know the name like it was just it was always it was so crazy to hear so yeah that just i'm just glad you have validated the the name for it <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That's always like such a big thing with Tap Band is like, how do you say the name? Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that reminds me. That's why I love that shirt we used to have that says, how the fuck do you say <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you ever see that? Yes. Dude, I, 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 I wanted that shirt. It was so sick, dude. <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. Dude. And you know what's funny is that like just after like that... Uh, that showcase, like, I, I'd watched that forever ago when it first came out, and I just always wanted to know, like, you were wearing a shirt that said, you make me sick? Like, that is the coolest fucking shirt I've ever seen. And, like, it was so... Uh, dude, oh, man. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, I, I know that's, like, sort of left field, but I always have loved that. It just looks so fucking cool, dude. I think it was, like, bleach died. Too. Yes. That was cool. <laughs> That was when we printed our own merch, so we could like take a screen and just like make myself a one-off. Oh no way! So oh, so you printed yeah. that? Yeah, back in it wasn't like my screen printer. Um, one of our friends. Yeah, oh, we would sick. just like print print at his house all of all of our merch for like years. That's how we did it. Oh no way, dude! That's fucking awesome, dude! You probably saved a crazy amount of money then. Yeah, we always like we weren't totally savvy enough to figure out how to get wholesale t-shirts oh okay um, <laughs> that would have saved even a lot more money but yeah it still definitely saved money heck yeah dude and oh dude and then so like I, I it was cool like when i was going through your instagram i noticed like you're like a like a big reader like like I, first of all like i i always i always want to like read but i'm just very like i don't know it just it takes a lot for me to do it like but like, mm. I what I wanted to ask is like, what has been your favorite book you've read in like the last couple of years, or and is there one that you also think someone like anyone should read? Oh yeah, um, I have like a like sort of a a varied taste in in uh, books. Oh okay. Um, so it kind of depends. Um, really liked um book called you know what i probably have it on my shelf right here might as well get it in my hand um it's called gentlemen in moscow and um funny because there's not like a whole lot of action in it or anything okay um uh it's kind of about this guy in uh Post post World War Two Russia, like Soviet Union, okay. basically, and uh, kind of about him, like living in this hotel. He's like for his entire life, basically becomes an enemy of the state, but not enough so that they like care enough to arrest him and send him to the gulag. <laughs> um, but, but he basically like can't travel outside of this hotel, or oh, they wow. will. Yeah, like, that's his, like, sentence. And so he, like, lives in this hotel, and he's, like, this really, like, ex, like, 
bourgeoisie type dude. He like speaks really um, properly, loves fine wines and stuff. And so there's this awesome comedic element to that book where this hotel is like the Soviet Union. So they they basically put away like all this, this sort of like bougie, like fine foods and wines and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's that great contrast. And then it's kind of about him like kind of being like a father to some of the kids who are like in and out of that hotel. Oh. That one's like really heartwarming, I would say. Yeah. If someone wants something that's super touching where you like fall in love with the characters. Love that book. I kind of recommend it to everyone. Heck yeah. Dude, that sounds that sounds awesome. Like seriously, like I like I really like that idea of like yeah, he's not like he's a ward of the state, but kind of not. And like uh, like, dude, yeah. I like that. Sounds really. And it's like, what was it? What was it called again? Gentlemen in Moscow. Okay, dude, I'm definitely gonna have to like, dude. I again, I I want to read so bad, and that that right there just sounds like a like a perfect like a, a really good one, dude. I'm I'm definitely gonna try and pick that up then. Super easy to read too. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, I can totally relate to having trouble getting into a book uh, recently. I've been kind of having that problem. I've, uh, like, for my pace, I've been reading a disappointingly small amount of books oh. this year. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, but like, so like, what... I, I know, I know. It's like I don't know if it's like 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 the quest for knowledge or anything, but like, what what made you really get into like reading all the time? Like, is there like anything certain thing that like pushed you to do that? Oh no, you know, it's probably just goes back to growing up that way. To be honest. Oh okay. Um, yeah, like I uh, dad was always super into books and stuff, and um. That was like when I got older. That he said that was the only thing he would buy for me. Like everything when I was like a teenager, oh, everything I bought had to be like from my own money. You know, that oh, was okay, paid from working a job or something. But he's like, but I'll always buy you books, <laughs> dude. So that's that cool. always like definitely kept me motivated. Yeah, it's kind of a good idea if you're a parent, actually. <laughs> yeah, it really is, dude. Because then that like, you know what you yeah. you are right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, and, and you know what, like. I, I'm glad that you said that because, like, in general, like, I don't, I don't understand why certain parents like constantly buy their children like gifts all the time. But of course, like, you want to like make your child happy or something. But like, if you do that, it's gonna like negate like the feeling of uh, Christmas and birthday. Like, they're just gonna be like, oh well, I get like everything that I want at all times. So what's the point of like longing for something? And I. I really, yeah. yeah, I really like that idea, dude. I'm totally gonna employ that, like, like, like my son, and I feel like he's gonna hate me for it, but in the long term, he might like it. But like, no, I really like. That's a really cool idea, dude. I think that plays a big part in why I am super into it. I'm also like really sedentary, like, like to watch movies, read books, sit down, basically, and do things, dude. That's awesome. And that, that's another thing. I, I was like, uh, I was looking at your, your movie rankings and stuff. Like I'm, I'm not a huge like movie person. Like I, I, I always, I don't know. I just don't watch them for some reason, but I saw that you did have, uh, the sound of metal on there and that blew me away. That, oh yeah. Dude. Like that was 
unreal and and like riz played that that role on unbelievably like i like after that like whenever i would practice with my band i would always wear i wouldn't wear earplugs and after that i was like oh fuck like i'm doing that from now on oh yeah totally <laughs> dude i did not wear earplugs probably the whole time we did alicia i was always a teenager and like no one really did but and now i wear them to shows um if i'm ever practicing music too Dude, like gotta have earplugs. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, and like, and yeah, exactly. Like, I had I'd been playing music for years and not wearing them because, like, I I never thought they didn't. I was like, oh, dude, it's just gonna not sound. I I won't be able to feel it or whatever. And then like, exactly, yeah. <laughs> dude, and then once you start wearing them, it's like, oh, dude, it's just quieter and like it just I I can I can then like you can almost like make things out even better. And that's why wearing them to shows is even better. Like you can hear everything. Yeah. Dude, damn. you gotta get used to them. And then yeah, once once you are, you realize how much of a. Uh, big of a deal they are to wear yeah <laughs> yeah i would always like yeah i would go to the show and be like no it's gonna away from it or whatever but i just don't think that's true yeah <laughs> dude it really isn't like like unless you just want to hear ringing constantly then like the next day then like then go for it but like, yeah yeah I, exactly and dude also on that list like i still haven't seen it but i've been wanting to since i've seen the commercial a million times but like I saw that you uh, put Nomadland on there. Like that, that movie looked amazing. Like what was it really? I, I mean, clearly it was on your top, like top movies, but like, was it, it was, it was, it was, how was it? Yeah, you should see it. It, it definitely like one, you know, uh, reason it's super, uh, beautiful. I would say it's not like, uh, incredibly entertaining. Okay. <laughs> which is like i don't i don't think i had it in my like top 10 or maybe it was like just outside if i remember correctly um i really like it francis mcdormand is just awesome so good in it dude yeah and i i think that's what it was on your list like that she, she went like in, in like you were like yo she was like one of the like best like leading roles or something i can't remember what it said but i when i saw that i was like oh dude i want it it made me want to check it out even more like i just i've heard so many good things about it yeah yeah i'm sure i i mentioned her performance in it that that's basically the the best part of, the, of it that and maybe like the cinematography it's really like a visually pleasing movie to watch Dude, yeah, that's what it looked like. That's what it was like when I, when I keep seeing the commercials. I just love how it looks. It just looks like beyond professional. It just looks so good, and like it looks like you're there. So yeah, I t I totally know what you mean by that. Yeah. yeah, it feels like you're there hanging out with her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's awesome, <laughs> dude. And like, whoa, uh, no, I was gonna say like. Also, are you are you guy are you still doing like is it Vitra? Uh, Vitra? Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny how we like kind of ended up with a another name that's hard to pronounce. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, we say Vitra. Um, yeah, I mean it's it never like broke up. It's just inactive, I would say. So uh, Alex Port, who was the Original guitarist of Elysia that I started the band with. Um, he's the one who like wrote all the Masca songs with me and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, he uh, 
is in Bridgeup. Like he's a guitar player in that. Oh wow! One of two guitar players in that. Yeah, um, yeah. We like it really, or we still always talk, but we just aren't really like hanging out much. We lived in different cities for like years after Elijah, and then um, started Britra somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, later in life, yeah, we, like, kind of, I guess I would say we, like, hooked up again and started being friends again and stuff, and, like, he lived in SAC, and I was living in SAC, and then when I moved to um, San Francisco, he was living here already, um, and, yeah, we had, like, another buddy we hung out with all the time, this dude, Mark, and he had done, like, a tour with Alicia before. Oh, okay. Um, and then the drummer who recorded it, Steven, was the drummer on Line of Judas. Um, so it's actually like these, you know, four people have played music together for a long time. Um, and then a bass player was, uh, with a, a friend. Damn. And yeah. Well, it was cool getting back to, together, I guess, you know, like, um, it's kind of a weird story. We got the whole reason, like the four of us, I'll say, before we got a bass player, like got into a room together yeah. was because, um, yeah. A, a, it was like a record company, but it was really like Elijah's old manager. Oh, okay. Messaged us. Um, I don't even know when this was. Maybe 2011 or something, 2012. And it was at a time in all of our lives where we weren't really doing much. And he messaged us and was like, yo, like, I'd pay for an Elijah album and um, release it. And you guys don't need a tour or anything. Or like play any shows. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that, like, we're like, okay, cool. Like, we're not doing anything. Someone's going to, like, pay for a record for us. Yeah. Let's, like, try it. Yeah. And so we, like, got in a room together, and, uh, you know, at, at this point, it wasn't really anything, like, related to the sound of Elysia that we, like, still listen to. Yeah. So the, after a few jams of, like, trying to find a, a sound, we were kind of playing, like, death metal, I guess. Um. It wasn't really like moshy. It was kind of just like traditional old school death metal. Okay. Riffs that we were putting together. Um, and I felt like every practice, one of us had to be convinced that this was a good idea. <laughs> and it would always switch off. Like I'd go in there and be like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't really want to do Elysia again. And someone would be like, no, dude, like this, we're just doing it because the opportunity like okay and then the next practice someone else would be like oh dude i don't i don't want to too old to be in alicia again <laughs> and so like finally someone was just like look like let's try to do this as a new project and then once it was a new project it totally like opened up and we realized the sound could be whatever we wanted it to be and that's how we started writing richa Oh wow, dude! That's cr that that's insane, dude. Because like, that's also it's 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 really cool that like someone came up to you and said like, "Yo, like write another record," and and also just being able and also to be able to know that like you guys didn't want to put out something that like you was like, "Dude, this is like old. Like, why the fuck are we doing this?" Like, and you guys all said like, "Yeah, fuck that," and like started a new band. That like is fucking awesome i i really that that's like so like <laughs> like what is what's the word like i feel like it's like in a way like noble that like you guys can turn down like that shit and be like dude i don't give a fuck like i want to try something that's actually like fun to do now 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're certainly tempting at the time. Like I said, we weren't like doing anything. Yeah. I, I think that's why we got into the room like, hey, like maybe we should do this. But ultimately, no one's heart would have been into it. And like, I think the music just would have been disappointing to people too and, and ourselves. So what's the point? Um, and so, yeah, I told the, the guy who wanted to release it, uh, like, hey, sorry, we tried, but I just don't think there'll ever be another Elysia record because of, because of that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of this, the similar thing that happened on the change of sound in Mind of Judas, too. <laughs> it's like a very similar situation. Dude, and which 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 bumps me out because like I I love Line of Judas like I like I of course heard Masochist first and I was like holy fuck dude this is awesome but then like when I like moved on to Line of Judas like that like literally has one of my like Box of Needles is like one of my favorite songs of like all time and like it's that's sick I I think that's the best religious song. Oh, sick, dude! Yeah, dude, I I yeah. agree. Uh, like, I like, I've I've always loved that progression, and like, that's what I that's what I like. What made you what? Anyways, like, what made you guys do like do that move from like Masochist to Line of Judas? Um, I would say kind of the same thing, like personal taste. Oh, I okay, change a lot, you know. So, um. Alex, who I mentioned before, who wrote Masochist and, and then obviously wasn't there for Line of Judas. Yeah. Um, he had originally quit because of just kind of growing out of core um, and like metalcore and stuff and, and wanting to explore other things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the rest of us were, were just a little later, I think. Oh, that. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then so it was like a combo of that like i wasn't into anything really at that time that was like would be considered score um i tell you my favorite band while recording lion of judas was cursed dude that's <laughs> so wait still one of my favorite bands do wait wait you <laughs> did you say converge sorry cursed, but also converge too oh, oh oh wait hold on hold on you cut out what'd you say uh what what was that Dude, it, it, literally every single time you say it, it keeps cutting out. I'm so sorry, dude. Oh, no, is it cutting out right now while I say other stuff? Nope, no, that's perfect. Oh, really? Uh, uh, cursed? The oh, band Cursed? Cursed! Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah! Of course, sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, dude. Like, it, it's funny because, like, when I... Uh, when I, like, I, I when I found out... I, I didn't know it was recorded at God City. Like, that's insane and and dude also like i read i think on the on a blog on like myspace i think like it said that you did vocals in like two to three days or something like that um it was two originally yeah um and then i threw out my voice on the second day oh wow i couldn't finish it yeah so uh but luckily, we like didn't have any tour dates um, for a while. We actually lived, or not lived, I guess stayed in Philadelphia, or based there at the time, um, seeing this girl who lived there, mm-hmm. and she had like a big enough place for us to stay. Um, so Kurt had like a opening, like a quick half day opening, like a week later. So we like went 
fairly backed up to, to Salem and finish the Vogels. Wow, dude, that that sounds that that's that's unreal, dude. Like I've like, cause like like there are nine songs and like that's dude like oh man like that 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 like because whenever I read that like I I was just blown away because I was like dude like I feel like my voice would be like fucked after doing two songs like and like dude that's insane and also being like like just going back to it knowing that you like recorded with Kurt is unreal dude yeah yeah well you know i'm no different my voice was fucked (laughs) after that first day like i probably laid most of the tracks down on that first day and then when we came back there on the second day i was like fuck i don't know i just didn't talk all day until we got there and salem was fucking cold we were recording in like february or something oh damn um it's just like really hard to like warm up and like loosen up and stuff yeah um i remember i like in i was like drinking my like eight throat coat tea yep. probably yep <laughs> try to try to put some stuff down and it just wasn't happening and then kurt mentioned that he might have like a half day in a week and luckily that worked out yeah dude that's that's nuts dude like that, that that's so sick dude like and also like i'm i'm it's always it's it's been cool like i've always again i've wanted to ask that that's so fucking dope dude and then also, like, I know you posted, and, like, but like, <laughs> how did it? <laughs> how did it feel when you saw Masochist selling for like over two hundred dollars, <laughs> like years later? Oh yeah, I just never I would have imagined that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't I feel like when I saw it, it's like wasn't really talked about anymore. Um, see, I was aware that there a very few amount were ever made. Yeah. Um. But still just crazy. Like, no one really plays CDs anymore. Like, I don't buy any CDs. So even just the fact that, like, this format that's kind of dead to be selling for that much money was, like, it was cool. <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, dude. And it was crazy because, like, my, my, my friend is in a bunch of, like, in a bunch of like vinyl groups and like apparently another another one sold for like three hundred dollars recently and i was like holy fuck dude. yeah dude like it's it's unreal like th- like that cd is just like gold to everyone and dude I, that's just that's just, it just it just it was it every time i see it i'm always like oh dude that's fucking crazy yeah dude. that's so wild to hear yeah <laughs> dude and uh I know, I know this may sound like, like a strange question, but like, what, what, like, what made you end up getting into like, like sludge, like doom music? Like what drew you to that? Uh, yeah. Um, good question. Uh, I guess it would be the sort of like evolution I was going through as a music listener, um, around the time of Vine of Judas. Like there's so much good creative, I'll say like creative hardcore music around that time. Oh, okay. This was this was what like 2007, 2008, 2009, and it was like this golden era for hardcore and for. I remember every Death Wish album at that time that came out was like a must-have, and uh, God, like so many gems came out during that time. They're all super creative and stuff. Um, so just following, you know, like influences of those bands, I guess, is what led me 
into like metal. Um, but also I'd say seeing certain bands from that time who weren't mosh like forward and focused. Oh, okay. Uh, sort of taught me, you get so trained as like a hardcore kid during that time. Get so like used to being entertained from shows by the crowd and yeah. not necessarily the band or music. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So if you like, if you go with a buddy to their like favorite indie band show or something, even if that band's good, you're probably just going to be kind of bored because no one's like jumping off the speakers and shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no one's like punching someone in the face and shit. So you're like, no, this, is kind of, this is kind of boring. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to remember back. I, I think I could maybe trace it back to seeing uh, this band Young Widows. Oh yeah. Okay. Who, Obviously, no one's, like, moshing to or anything. Yeah. Um, but they just had this insane stage dynamic. They had these, like, custom cabinets, spotlights on them that kind of went with the music and stuff. Um, and it just blew my mind, and I feel like it, it, like, rewired my brain. I was probably smoking weed a lot, too, around the time, which <laughs> helped rewire my brain to just, like, <laughs> slow things down. And, like, I, I don't need to go to a show and witness sanity like i can enjoy music that's more um slow or like less crazy and violent and stuff um yeah so i i guess i just got kind of more into like any type of metal and stuff and got into like black metal and shit and now when i bought something feels like super crazy and stuff i i mostly just listen to death metal um oh, okay or like thrash that's kind of like my like beer drinking music now um <laughs> yeah i still like hardcore but there just isn't like a ton of current bands that i, I like didn't really know about <laughs> dude no and and that makes sense dude like it's it's if if there are a bunch of hardcore bands they almost all sound exactly the same and like if you found like the ones you like then like you're basically going to stay in that lane and like I don't know. It's it, it, like at this point, it just feels like finding music. It's just so like, like there's so many. It's just why why like I don't want to stray from the path that I'm I'm already on because like I could I could literally dive into a pool of bands that all sound exactly the same, and I would just have to find the best one just because almost by the name exa- like, but like yeah, it it it, it it's insane, dude. Ah. what do you what are you you uh, mostly listening to? Um, like, I don't know, like right now, like I've just been listening to a lot of, uh, like I, there's this, uh, band that I've, uh, found off the like Mathcore index. If you've ever heard of that page, like, uh, dead hour noise, like I, it's a weird, like, m- like, I guess Mathcore band, like very crazy shit. Oh. And, uh, and who else? Like, and also I've been go- going back to like, I-, I love listening to lights. If you've ever heard of her. Um, like oh yeah, I remember her. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like I I listen I listen to her all the time, and like not not a whole dude. I I dude see like that's like one question I was gonna ask you, and now someone asked me. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck I'm listening to right now. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, but it's uh, I don't know. Like I'm, I've just been. Li- oh yeah, and then like uh. This band, uh, another band off of uh, like a mathcore thing called uh, Thin. They are they're on Twelve Gauge and they're fucking crazy. And 
and also just the soundtrack for uh, Inside by Bo Burnham. I just, I loved that that's that special he just put on Netflix. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about there, you, dude? There's uh, F I N N. Wait, say that again. How do you spell the the thin band, or did you say thin? Oh, thin, like like to be very thin, like T H I N, and then um, yeah, they're they're. I don't know how to describe them, but they're very like they're like very like they're like chaos chaotic like hardcore, and I feel like they're in the same vein as like heavy heavy low low in a, in a way, and uh, I like they're fucking awesome. But yeah, I, I really like that band a lot right now. Yeah, I added Dead Hour and Thin right now. Check. It oh out. hell yeah, dude! Cool. Um, okay, sorry. What, what did you ask? No, no, no. It's okay. No, like, like I wanna, I want, I wanna, like, what have you been listening to recently, dude? Oh well, so uh, one of my favorite bands put out an album on Friday, Almond Raw. Oh, okay. And uh, that's like all I've listened to since Friday. Oh, <laughs> heck yeah! It's it, so it, perfect, dude. Oh, like, what, so good. what type of what type of music is that? Uh, Almond Raw is like really um, she uh. Doom, I guess. Yeah, I'd say like R2 Doom. Okay. Um, kind of like in the vein of Neurosis. Uh, oh, they used to okay. be on like the Neurosis record label, Neura. Um, but this new album is actually on Relapse. Uh, it's cool to see them finally get recognition like that because they've been around since probably like probably 2000. Holy been, shit. Like, the year 2000. <laughs> something wow. Like that. Um, and they have multiple full lengths. I want to say, yeah, for this one, I think they have like six or something like that. Holy shit, dude. Um, yeah. This one's called Didorn. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's the first one that's like in his native language. They're from Belgium. In oh, this, okay. This album sung all in Flemish. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, it's super good. It's got... um. They, uh, they have like a member in Oathbreaker, and so that oh. singer does some guest vocals on it. Um, there is some like clean singing on it too, but it's like really, really, really atmospheric. Like this band's completely just create atmosphere, basically. Um, and especially this album, this album is even more slowed down. It's even more uh, scorish, like sounding as if it were a soundtrack for something. Oh, cool. Um, there's definitely a band who appreciates using slower parts that kind of sound like they're not doing anything. <laughs> um, that you kind of just like zone out to. And um, just have like the biggest doomy payoffs, I guess I would call it, where things just crescendo into like monstrous crushing riffs and stuff. And uh, they're very like emotive sounding too. The singer sounds like he's just like screaming his head off <laughs> dude dude that that sounds so good dude. yeah that sounds like and also like that's that i uh, like uh, just like that's the reason i i like, asked about like like what made you get in like doom and all that is because like i wanted to know like are there any like gateway bands because like i've always been intrigued by like that genre in general it makes me sound like old like uh, like but like but like uh -huh. I, i've been wanting to know like like 
what would be like a, like I'm, I'm definitely gonna check out that record for sure but like are there any other like gateway bands into that into that genre that like made you like really like like them and it's crazy that the young widows like really like ch- changed your like brain for that because that band I, that band's fucking awesome yeah yeah they're totally sick hell yeah um i think like the first the the very first thing that probably happened to me was listening to um all the i guess unpopular or like or stranger converge songs oh okay um, <laughs> you know because i was always a fan of them already yeah and they just had that yeah they had some they had like a song on acts of fall with uh, one of the dudes from neurosis um then being from norcal i think i saw neurosis pretty early on without having had listened to a bunch of it and that's another band whose live show is just it felt life-changing at the time seeing them. I bet. <laughs> it was just totally mind-blowing. Um, so, Neurosis for sure would be one of them. Um, um, I always really liked Isis, too. Um, Oceanic and Panopticon from them. Okay. Yeah, but they're, uh, that's more like post-metal. Like, it's kind of pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, that helped sort of me to get into more like atmospheric music and stuff for sure um then i i felt like i always knew obviously i like death metal because Elijah had like death metal influences and yeah. stuff yeah for sure um then i guess for black metal was kind of that was like maybe the last thing i got into i had heard the classics of course it's like everyone has and just never really like vibed with them yeah um and then uh, so I started hearing some more atmospheric stuff, which I feel like is a brand of black metal that no one wants to say got them in the black metal. <laughs> it's not cool. But yeah, <laughs> like I saw Wolves in the Throne Room, basically. I think that's what like did it for me. I was like, oh shit, I can listen to a 20-minute blast beat and enjoy it, you know, because <laughs> my mind is just going to like wander and... Um, but it's just it's so cool your mind will create stories as you're listening to it and stuff and it just like makes me feel really imaginative while listening to a metal you know or like a blast beat that's played for 12 minutes and shit <laughs> um yeah so let me rip you sounded like you needed to hear that again at wolves in the throne room oh dude yeah dude thank you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude i i really liked uh i liked I like I because I, especially with that one, like you saying, like it makes your mind wander and fu- like you. I I really like that. That's that's really cool. I've never thought of like. I mean, of course, like I, I can definitely understand how music can do that, but like having something like that, like with like just like like you said, like a twelve minute blast beat, yeah, like you can <laughs> easily start thinking about. Oh, dude, that's that's awesome. I I can't wait to like dive into that. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I think it just kind of comes too with um, like musical uh, maturity and stuff. And I hate saying maturity; it might sound pretentious. And I don't mean to like uh, <laughs> I don't mean to like disparage um, younger people or people who still like their music to be like pure energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just find things like like that to be rewarding. So I think the first Wolves album I really got into was from '07 called Two Hunters. Then Black Cascade in 2009, and 
like both albums are just a blast beat the entire time. They're the both those albums to me are like classic American black metal records that I can still listen to today and love. Uh, and, and you know what? Like I, I feel like going back to reading that kind of changed a lot of my music habits because I couldn't like couldn't play something where I knew the words, you know, and, and then read. Oh, okay. So you know, at, at the time, I like really liked hardcore and stuff so it's like if i put on um blacklisted or something i would like be doing the words in my head or if i was listening to ceremony like words were going on in my head you can't you can't like listen to that when you listen to that you want to picture um punching a wall or something or yeah like yeah kicking your friend in the nuts yeah. <laughs> so so uh yeah once i just discovered i guess not necessarily black metal, but just all atmospheric, atmospheric music. Like Sun was a big one, okay. which is just drone. It's just it, it, have you heard them? Uh, I've, I think I've heard part of a song. Like I know they have crazy long songs, but like uh, I've yeah. always, I've always heard of them. But I, I, I've, I've been wanting to dive into them just because, like, it. First of all, I just I've loved the name, and I've seen like the. They're like stage presence and everything, but I just have never listened to them. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so they're basically just a sound like soundtrack music. It's heavy drone. Oh, okay. Like, super heavy. Like it'll just be a ring out of like, and that'll ring out for five minutes. No vocals. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's kind of what you have to read to. You know what I mean? So. It's definitely changed my thing habits for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so now I like, like, um, I definitely like fucking old school death metal and shit. Like from this year, I really like that frozen soul record. That's my, like, you're drinking music. It sounds exactly like bolt thrower, but kind of moshy. Oh, okay. That frozen soul is sick. Um, um, so like, yeah, Almond Raw, of course. Um, oh, a big one for me is uh, Ruins of Beverast. Ruins? Okay. Yes, <laughs> Ruins of Beverast. Beverest. I'm not sure how you say that one, but it's a, <laughs> a German uh, black metal doom band. Okay. Um, and they have a record this year that's so sick. The last one was, like, amazing, too. Dude, um, damn! Like, I uh, sorry, sorry. Like, I, I, I'm just trying. I'm, I'm literally writing all of these down. Like, that's what, like, sorry. Like, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I just, I wanted to get them all down. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh, third new one. This song. Uh, oh God! Of course, I'm not gonna be able to say it. The Soul Grimories. <laughs> okay. <Well>. Soul Grimories. <laughs> Something like that. But the one from 2017, I kind of like more Exuvia. Okay. Really like um, atmospheric, kind of like tribal too. It does uh, the doom elements, the slow elements of it are very like tribal. So if you look at the cover, it's it's like this like warlord beast thing <laughs> with like a weapon 
uh, at like a campfire with some smoke and stuff. Oh, and damn. That's, uh, that's basically what it sounds like. Seems tribal sounding. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> and the new one kind of has this like gothy kind of thing going on. He like sings a little bit more on it. Um, they still play like super hard, fast black metal riffs and shit too. Um, them a few years ago and that was another one where i was like this is a, a favorite band of mine like without a doubt oh shit dude oh then i'm i'm stoked dude like i hope i i hope like i can like i can like figure out like because I, I especially like that first band amon Ra. i definitely i want to check that out for sure like everything that like everything the way you're describing all of this makes it so like 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 it's in my head i'm visualizing and it's like visually pleasing and it just sounds like it's gonna make me feel like like i can like like basically lay down and like fade away like (laughs) it sounds so sick yeah Yeah. those goblin raw ruins um what's i talk about (laughs) so they'll make you feel like transcendental and stuff dude, dude and like I like, and also I've never, I, I, I totally know what you mean by like how you said like you re, like re, like reading music like without like vocals or like without like vocals that you know or understand, I guess. And like, that's, that's insane because like I've definitely been doing certain things and like I'll be like, had just listened to a band that I knew the vocals of and then I, I'm constantly humming that or thinking about it and I can't focus on the current thing I'm doing. So that's, I've, but I've never that's put impossible. like, yeah, I've never, I've never put two and two together. Like that is, that's weird. And, uh, to know that like you can, like you found like, like a, a certain like niche of bands uh, or niche of bands or whatever, uh, to like basically help, help you like still have that like musical background, but like to like help, like get you to read. That's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, helps, helps me focus helps calm you down and stuff and like just get into that mood sure dude uh, dude and it was it was good, they're good like road trip things too when you gotta drive a couple hours and you're like i'm gonna listen to an entire like 50 minute album yeah um that's what's up like that's what i like to play and just let my mind wander dude, hopefully not crash that's so yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> <laughs> not focusing on yeah. <laughs> that that's that's perfect yeah i mean that's i feel like that should be like in the forefront like knowing that like hopefully not crashing and like i i i loved uh when you mentioned like like like, like listen to hardcore you like like kicking your friends in the nuts or something like that my 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 best friend actually just told me because i told him i was gonna have you have you on and he was like oh dude if it comes up naturally just tell him that uh that uh, the uh, last he saw Ligia like here in like like Victorville, and he said it he got kicked so hard in the nuts that like at your show like he said I I couldn't breathe and I fell onto a table, and the dude the dude at the table sitting with his girlfriend just patted him on the back saying like you dude it's everything's okay like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. Uh. <laughs> Poor fella. I know, right? <laughs> In Victorville, you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't Good know if. It, yeah, I don't know if it was at like like Trilogy or Karma, but like I don't even know if you remember those venues. But like, what? I don't know if I'd remember the names. Oh, oh. I can picture shows there. Yeah, <laughs> I know we played. Uh, 
And we played someone's driveway once. Um, really? Yeah, like the venue canceled. I remember we went to the venue. They like canceled or something. I don't know. So the promoter moved it to a friend's house or something. They like <laughs> played in the garage and they had this big driveway that was like enormous, like big enough for everyone to still come. Holy pretty cool. shit, dude! That's aw- <laughs> That's really cool, dude. <laughs> uh, is that where you still live? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I live up. I live in Apple Valley, like just like really, like like just a town away from Victorville. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and the, so there, you'll probably know. Then there was another town nearby Victorville that would we would sometimes play instead. Do you know what Lancaster? Oh yeah, yeah. That's like that's like I, I forget how close it is, but yeah, that's I know I, I've I've played there too. Okay. Yeah, so those shows kind of are like jumbled in my brain as one that makes sense no that totally makes sense it's basically the the plain like drug-ridden desert so like i totally like everything uh, dude trust me like i live here and it feels like that's the same place yeah oh yeah okay i'm looking at a map so it's like (laughs) i feel like it would rotate almost every time we'd either play victorville lancaster or palmdale oh yep exactly dude that's that's nuts. Yeah, like uh Lancaster is definitely a a special place and uh oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that oh dude, that that's that's insane and also like like yeah, I, I totally I totally see because I feel like every venue up here always like canceled so many shows and uh knowing that like they were actually able to move to someone's like house was that's fucking perfect. Yeah, it's totally perfect. It was like wait, that's always better for Elijah's style and sound I feel like dude that that makes I feel like to like to have seen you guys in like a garage would have been like to me so much cooler than seeing in a, in a venue I uh, per, per, personally like those shows are always just better in general like like they just feel like I don't know they're just crazy they just they're mo- most most likely crazier and then like not like everything can happen exactly dude dude and it was uh and like it was i I don't i don't know if you've ever like if anyone like has ever like said it i bet they have but like i i feel like it's true but like i like like it's it's a weird like how does it feel to have some of like the most well-known deathcore lyrics (laughs) (laughs) how does it feel yeah dude like I would honestly, in most cases, kind of suck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, that that, um, that makes just, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of those lyrics are, are like, um, I would not stand behind them today. Dude, <laughs> Actually, yeah. like embarrassing or like, let's say uh, I meet one who uh, is not into music or something, right? Like a coworker. And they find out I was in the band. I'm like, kind of like coy about it because I know, like, ah, oh, fuck, they're gonna like go home and look it up, and yeah. they have no context for like, or being violent and shit. Yeah, and they're gonna read it and think I'm like a monster. And dude, dude. Uh, so I, I, I like hate that aspect of it for sure. That that makes sense, and like I think that I, I because I, I I never like I never thought about it that way because like from my eyes like I I knew like. I, I of course like reading the lyrics and knowing them and stuff. I I didn't even pu- I didn't even think about that because like at my in my eyes it's just a song and like 
and it didn't like it didn't key until you just said that i was like oh fuck that totally makes sense and that's why i'm always whenever if if i show anyone elysia like i always show line of judas because that's i don't know it's just it's such a it's such a good it's such a good progression and like i just like that's exactly where I loved where you guys went, and that's where if if you guys had a different rec- another record, that's exactly what I've wanted it to be, just like that one. It was just so so good, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, dude. Um, but I mean, it's it's cool. Of course, I don't want to say like it all sucks and sound unappreciative. Like it, it's cool that that was popular and that there's still. I guess some people who want to hear it and listen to it again. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, de- yeah definitely. But no, I totally, I totally know what you mean. And like, I didn't like, again, I didn't think of like, like having like a coworker of someone just meeting you thinking like, Oh fuck. Like what's wrong? Like, <laughs> like, like that, <laughs> that, that totally makes sense, dude. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I'd like to, to put that stuff in the context for someone who has been, yeah. I would, feel like i would need to sit them down for you know however long i don't know a couple hours to just start to explain like how that came about yeah yeah (laughs) dude no exactly like that that would be definitely a very like you'd be like wait a minute just back up like like this isn't yeah no no i totally know what you mean dude like like and like how like I know this is going like just back in general, but like, how did you end up like started doing vocals? Like, like, did, is that like, did you play any other instrument or did you just like end up like just doing that? Um, I was drumming at the time. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, really not well enough to like be the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Alex was actually, he was like playing with, uh, with the drummer, Kevin. Oh, okay. Um, and the three of us, like, we were, like, best friends in high school. Um, but uh, at the time, like, Kevin and a little bit of Alex's, like, musical taste were still kind of, like, um, that, uh, that punk, that, like, um, uh, what's that <laughs> epitaph, like, sampler that they used to put out? Punkorama? Oh, it was, like, okay. punkorama <laughs> like, That's the type of shit they're into. Like, early, like, early Warp Tour when it was effects oh shit yeah i totally know what you mean like that yeah and like actually i actually did like that when i was in middle school and stuff because i was like being my older brother he was like getting into punk i was like hell yeah i bought all the punkaramas and shit (laughs) um but um i was starting to get into i guess like metalcore like like poison the well like Uh, kind of yep accessible ones that had like singing and type like that type of stuff um so i knew i like wanted to do a band but i wanted it to be like that and kevin and alex were playing together but it was like punk oh, okay but so i was always trying to get them into that like the type of music i liked yeah so that, they'd be, so that they'd be like well we already play music together like start a band with zach so yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. that happened yeah <laughs> from us all hanging out together like everyone like we all became like little like core and middle core kids together <laughs> uh and then like i said kevin played drums played them like really well and alex was a guitar player so i was like okay i'll like try doing the vocals damn dude like that's sick because like like whenever 
whenever like I'm like when like my band's recording and like uh, my brother's the vocalist, like we like there's there's literally times where like oh dude like do like a like try and like do a Zach Vargas scream right here like do something like that like there's always there's always something like a lot like because like really? <laughs> oh dude yeah like uh like you like again like 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 all all the members in in, in my band have like loved Elysia for like ever and like so like if there's ever a part where like oh dude this would be perfect you did vocals like him here and it's like okay i'll try but like yeah dude like you you definitely have like some vocals that are like still to me uh, to to this day like unmatched dude like they're so fucking sick yeah yeah so yeah yeah dude it's it's fucking it's it's awesome man like and uh dude so uh, what was I going to say? I have uh, two more questions for you. All right, uh, I got plenty of time. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see. Oh man. Okay, so I, I I like to ask this for like I like this. It's kind of a weird question, but like, uh, so like for your like like for vitra like i i i'm pretty sure i'm saying it wrong uh wait actually you know what first of all did you did you guys come up from that like from like final fantasy no you, no actually um alex came up with that he's really into um like eastern religions and stuff okay okay because uh-huh. i i saw it on there and i was just wondering i was like i wonder if that's from there okay that makes sense so Final Fantasy probably got it from same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> dude. And then, oh yeah. So if, if okay, so if if your band was a TV show slash movie, what show or movie would it be? Um. Oh, I I don't know how to answer TV show, but the movie thing, my mind going. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you ever seen? Fucking coolest movie ever called Valhalla Rising. No, I've heard of it though. Oh shit. So, okay. So, Mads Mikkelsen is the guy, the main dude in that film. Okay. He plays he plays this uh, this freak named One Eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, there's like hardly any at all dialogue. Um, in the score sounds like it's played by like sun like the band sun up it's oh. like really brooding and it's always low um and like uh in like sounds you know that super epic sound that movie scores started using which is they basically like put a bunch of reverb on uh, old on like a container ship foghorn like that sort of like Yes, yes. Like like, uh, <laughs> like this sort of deep siren type thing. It's just like it's always deep and brooding and like really atmospheric. Um it's such a sick movie. Uh <laughs> I know this director has gone on to do more popular stuff that I'm sure you've heard of. Like uh, let's see. I think he did a movie with um and Gothic. Oh, everyone knows all the Ryan Gosling. Oh wait, okay, so no, I just looked up like that, and then uh, only God forgives. I just saw that. Yeah, 
Yeah, and Drive. Oh, and yeah, drive. drive. Oh, dude, yeah. Drive was fucking awesome. I saw that forever ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, should give you, like, an idea of kind of, like, his style. Yeah, that totally um, makes really, sense. Really, like, visual and stuff. Like, um, uh, oh, Drive is also very, like, there's not a lot of dialogue. Like, he's super quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Valhalla Rising is like just so fucking metal. Like I never describe things as metal, but it's, it's really it's about like Vikings and um, One Eye. Mads, the character Mads plays is uh, he's like a, a fighter slave. These Vikings like fight him, you know, for uh, I don't know what do they trade in gold or something? Yeah, some of the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just like insane. Like he can. They they they'll even like handicap him because he's like such a good fighter. Oh, um, <laughs> damn! Give some give like two people weapons and him none, or like chain him up. He's just dude. Like, that sounds fighter. Awesome. He just fucks people up. <laughs> dude, um, that's sick. Yeah, and he like somehow escapes and he finds um, I think he finds like Christians or some shit or like Protestants or something. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but so they go on like a, a like like Holy Land quest um, across the sea. Uh, it's just super foggy. Like the whole film is just so brooding. Like brooding is the best way to describe it. So um, I feel like that's kind of what the what we wanted Richard to sound like was brooding and atmospheric yeah. with like bouts of just like pure violence rising yeah. uh, <laughs> has like when he does these fights which are like earlier on in the film um yeah they're just like super fucking gory and brutal <laughs> damn <laughs> dude that sounds amazing dude that's uh, that's perfect and like and it totally makes sense after listening to you guys like that description brooding definitely works and like that like knowing that i i just want to watch the movie and just you know i'll just mute it and just put you guys on and it'll just perfectly fit it and like yeah yeah, dude that'd be fucking gnarly dude like because i because i I remember when when you guys like first like came out like i bought your tape and i was like oh sick this is crazy and like and then i listened to it and like at the time i was like whoa this is like like weird and then like i went back to it like a couple days ago and i was like oh dude i understand this now like it it, like i actually really ended up really liking it because i guess i wasn't like i don't know when like when it first came out like i I was just like oh dude i don't i don't i can't i don't get this at all and like now i must have like matured or something in some way and like and like yeah dude like that 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 record's really sick so like i was uh definitely super stoked on it to like find it again and like be like oh damn dude That's this sick. is yeah dude it was really cool uh, sometimes things just like click that way too and like um if you weren't super familiar with what the influences were for that too i, I would never like expect someone to immediately like it um i, I think that record was basically kind of like the all agreed upon like a very small amount of bands it's like uh, the second song, which is kind of more like um, heavy and like brutal and kind of like ass and like kind of has like doomy breakdowns and stuff, it's definitely inspired by this band Lord Mantis. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like this like black like sludge core, some death metal riffs, which is basically what Richard looks like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and the rest of the songs are inspired by Blood Off Nord, which is this 
French one-man black metal project that is pretty experimental and atmospheric and stuff. Um, if you like, it's not very accessible. So if you like ruins, then then go to Blood Out Snored. Okay, hell yeah. But Lord Mantis, I, I think if anyone who likes just fucking brutal, bludgy, nasty shit, like that band's so filthy sounding. Oh uh, damn, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I think I think if you put that on right now, like you would just like it immediately, probably. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, it's sick. Is there a specific like record that would be like the best one to like l- look into first? Yeah, my favorite is um, Perverter. Uh, the best way to get into them is probably from Death Mass, like the first two songs on Death Mass. Okay. So like super energetic you know heck yeah dude like no like dude fuck yeah dude like this like this is one like i was so stoked to like talk to you just because i i i assumed like you would you would give me this like list of bands and like i'm dude (laughs) this i'm so stoked to like die dude i'm fucking this is so cool Uh, I'm trying. I can, of course, talk about forever. So I'm trying to not like overwhelm with too many. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's fucking awesome, dude. No, I I love that. Like, I would love to have like a big pool to jump into than a, t- a tiny one. Um, dude, ah, dude. And then, uh, so the last one. Uh, uh, what has been the best show you have ever played, and then the worst show you've ever played? Um. Wow. So. It's a good question. Like, best, uh, there would just be different ways to find best to me. Um, yeah, I felt like one of the most uh, like emotionally rewarding, fulfilling shows I've ever played was the first uh, Ritra show. Oh, sick! The third Ritra show. We we played three, so we played three. So the first one, um, just for the fact that it that was time on stage since the last Elysia show, which was um, I think the, I want to say the last Elysia show was 2008, but maybe 2009. Okay. Um, and so this Richard show would have been 2017. Wow, damn. That's a big gap. Yeah. So um, I think I might have like, even like cried. It was just really emotional. And then I, I'd say the third one because after playing the two shows before, the third one we felt it felt fucking good, like locked in, oh, sick. Like, like we played really well. Um, so definitely that. Uh, and then, um, but to, to answer in, in terms of like Alicia, ooh, that's definitely where I would say the worst show has been. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a lot to choose from for worship. <laughs> Should probably think of best first to give myself more time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so again, because just because it's so long ago, all of the chain reaction shows in my mind yeah. are kind of one. Yeah, I couldn't tell you like the chain reaction show, but I would just say like the uh, chain reaction show yeah. <laughs> are always like the best. That was like if we were going to play a venue and not like a house show or something super DIY like Chain Reaction was always the best it's always super fucking full and just insane and we had so much fun um, and of course I like loved playing these like DIY house shows and shit um, yeah. 
I would, I'd say the first place where we felt like people actually liked us, I distinctly remember, was <laughs> was Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah, like, uh, it took a while at home to catch on. Then um, we played Vegas before SoCal, so we, like, never had the opportunity to see what, like, L.A. area, county area thought of us. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so, and I think we played Vegas twice before ever playing Hotel. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and it just like really felt as if um, Vegas was home for a while. Wow! Because <laughs> then awesome. we'd come up, come home to Sack and still play like a kind of like not well attended show and stuff. Um, Sack was always like, uh, guess it, it feels rude to say behind the times, but I just don't know how else to describe it. Like people were still super into like Christian core. Oh, yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And that kind of like melodic, pretty metal core. Yep. Exactly. No, like I know exactly what you mean. And shit. Oh yeah. yeah. And we like from the outset of what Olivia's sound was like the outset of that was that like, we're going to be fucking brutal, you know? Exactly. Like It was like way. Yeah. It was polar opposite. There was nothing like pretty about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so definitely those Vegas shows for sure. There were these house shows at Promoter's House, this dude named Dustin, which I wish I knew anything about him nowadays because we must have played his house like four times. Damn. <laughs> Had people put holes in the like living room walls and shit. <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> those were sick. Those were so cool. Hell yeah, dude! Like, it's like, yeah, in in the house shows, like, 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 I, I, like, playing house shows is always fun. Like, 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 I don't mind like playing in the backyard or front yard or whatever. But if you can play in like a living room, that is the most fun. Uh, it's always gonna be madness, and it's always gonna be a party. Exactly, exactly, dude. Yeah. That's super fun. Um, yeah, I'm still thinking on where there's just like. I think the obvious thing would just be to be like, oh, the show that no one came to, but that's boring. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we definitely had like some fucking weird ass shows. I don't want to go in that direction. <laughs> uh, definitely super weird. But this one time we played, uh, I want to say, I think it's Rapid City. I think that's the big city up there in the, in the Dakotes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the big city is. I think it was Rapid City. And I honestly don't remember if that's south or north. I think it's south. It's one of them. Uh, show is fine. Kids there, cool and shit. Local bands seem legit and stuff. So, like, uh, anyone's listening, I'm not dissing you guys. But <laughs> it, it was super weird. Like, we we played the, uh, uh, not the lobby, but the, like, um, of a hotel, the, um, the event room what whatever it's called i guess uh, the bit rooms. yeah i i think i the think ballroom yeah i was gonna say is it a ballroom <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah like of this hotel um and yeah like i said it's fine yeah it's dude cool. yeah um, totally <laughs> I, remember, I remember afterwards uh, i like have this very distinct memory of asking them if we could stay there and um our bass player had his girlfriend on tour with us at the time okay and um Remember the uh, front desk clerk? This uh, this woman was like, uh, "Is she staying with you?" And we we're like, "Like yeah." He's like, "Okay, um, 
I don't know if you guys should stay here. Um, downstairs bar, the men there so drunk that they'll be dangerous for her. What? Yeah. And we're like, kind of wondering if she's fucking with us. Like, like she didn't want a band to stay there because she thought we would trash it, even though we're just like tired and trying to sleep. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we're like, uh, okay. And she's like, yeah. So if you have to, if they have to go, if they're like seen in the hallways, like basically telling us like, she's going to be attacked or something. Holy and then shit. she said, uh, and then I'll never forget. She said, they'll take boys too. What? That's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, it's what the fuck? So scary. It was like the scariest thing I've ever. Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> and we we're, were like young too. Like I don't think any of us felt like a big guy who could like handle shit like that. We we're probably still under twenty one, so like nineteen, eighteen. Damn. Dude. And so we didn't stay at that hotel, believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would hope not. <laughs> we left. <laughs> Dude, dude, that's terrifying. Dude, I can't like. So weird. Oh my. Weird thing I'm even thinking about today. Dude, that that's terrifying. They'll even take boys too. What the fuck? Like, f- first of all, using the term boys makes it even like even scarier, <laughs> dude. Like, if they said like they'll take men or like something, it's like okay. But boys makes it seem sound like no matter what age you are, you're still small of them, and they will take you. <laughs> Yes, I know. God damn, dude. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> dude. <laughs> that, dude, that, to me, that easily classifies as a worst show. Like, that's like, and yeah, the show's dope, but like, <laughs> that like taints the area. <laughs> it wasn't, I, I know. It like, wasn't because it wasn't the show at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the show is fine. So it's like, <laughs> That's why I said I think I just have to go in a weird direction. I, uh, I like because nothing really pops in mind. I was like, "Oh, that show, fucking sucked." Uh, um, uh, yeah. No, like I can think of a show that didn't happen that still like makes me cringe super fucking hard. Oh, dude! The, the first time we used a um, booking agent for our tour. Oh yeah. It was like disaster. It was just kind of maybe someone who. Uh, I'm not to drag him, maybe someone who had just started or something, but presented themselves as like really professional. Oh yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking tour sucked. We had like a <laughs> bunch of canceled shows and just like weird shit. And so let's say the, the morale was quite low in the band <laughs> and we were, we had like one cool show to look forward to that was in um, like Kentucky or something. Um, it was like this fat lineup with suicide silence and like life once lost or like, Holy like shit. some, some like heavy hitters, like yeah. some big band. And then we got there and he was like, Oh, you guys like aren't on the bill. What? <laughs> yeah. and so we're like, well, that's not a big deal. We'll just open. And they're like, no, there's like no time. It, it uh, makes sense now I can see like oh this was this was like a legit show this wasn't some like DIY thing. yeah it yeah was, like, <laughs> a very professional big venue they probably sold a thousand tickets or something um, we had played with Suicide Sound so we like kind of knew um, Mitch and we knew uh, 
Oh, we knew the old bass player. I can't think of his name. Um, so they were they were like kind of kind of like super close, but like tour buds of ours. Let's oh, okay, say. yeah. Um, just those two. I actually like never really like talked to the other guys. Um, but yeah, they were super nice, and they're like, "Well, dude, like we'll talk to them and figure out like, hey, we can cut our set time and." Um, oh wow! So like, we'll, we'll get you guys in there. Talk to him. Vinny's like, nope. Damn! No way. <laughs> yeah. So that fucking sucked. And so, God, we were like driving back. We had this show in Denver, and we were like, dude, like we gotta get out from under this dude, this like promoter, this or sorry, this booking agent. Yeah. Um, just like sever ties. He like was just like totally fucked us. So. I, we didn't like call him and fire him, but we like called him and said like, Hey, can you just like, we have to cancel this last gig. Like we really need to do it, but, um, take us off of it. <laughs> we need to regroup at home. We just had like four days on tour of no shows. Oh, like, damn. Heartbreaking cancellation, you know, yeah. driving all the way across, um, fucking States. And sure enough, I guess he just never called that motor in Denver. What? Yeah, and he fucking, I think he got a hold of me, and he was like, I got kids in line here. We were, like, in California or some shit. I was like, dude, I'm fucking so sorry. And he's like, fuck you guys, you're never playing at Denver again. Like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I get it. <laughs> I think we did play Denver again, but yeah, <laughs> but like through, through someone else. But uh, yeah, it, he had like such a cool venue too. He's like total like DIY guy, and I just like and cringe thinking about that. That's like so re- regrettable, dude. And like, uh, dude, and it also like has to like taint your whole thought of like even wanting to go through a booking agent because like that's the fucking worst that's like literally someone just like taking your money and saying like dude yeah no don't worry like i got you and like nothing dude fuck that (laughs) wow dude that's dude dude first of all like yeah that first one's super fucked up that one's like dude that makes me feel like oh fuck dude like what why like why like someone oh dude that hurts that's so fucked up yeah I know it, it hurts. I still feel this like inch of like, God, they were fucking like, it already sucked, right? To cancel and bump kids out. Yeah. But at least they would have had the like two days notice or whatever. Exactly. Um, but to have people in line. Dude. Just like, fuck, dude. God, dude. Dude, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <he sucked. laughs> dude. Oh my god, dude! Well, see, like, I, <laughs> like that's what I always like to tell people at the end of these is like, I love, I love ending on like terrible things because then people are always probably wondering like, <laughs> why, why the fuck do you play music or why does anyone ever want to play music if this shit's gonna happen? And it's, it's just a, it because like, it's just it's so it's it, it it takes someone else to like time to reflect and be like, damn, that did suck, but like, hey. We we still made it through. <laughs> yeah, gotta think of it as, as like a bad day at work or something. You know what I mean? Like you go back. 
Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> dude. Dude. Well, dude, thank you. Thank you for, uh, thank you for coming on. This, this has been super, super cool, dude. Like, I'm, I was, I was glad that you were, you were, like, able to, and I, I this has just been really fucking cool for me, man. Awesome, dude. It was super fun. I'm, I'm stoked that however many years later, like, someone's still interested in, in talking about it with me. It's really cool. Heck yeah. Oh, dude. Well, well, dude, uh, I'm going to uh, stop the recording and I'm going to talk to you right after this. Yeah, sounds good. All right, dude. Yeah, thanks again, dude. The episode is now over. It has come to a close. That's the end. Okay, see, why am I en- ending it like that so much? But, okay. But anyways, like, I am so, so, so excited that I was able to talk to Zach, like, like, like I said in the the episode, like he had been one of my like dream guests to get on because I've I've loved his band forever and it was it was just so cool that I was able to talk to him and like he was so cool and I, I loved I loved here like I, I really want to get that like book that he told me told me about. Like he gave me a million bands to listen to. It's it's sick. I am I'm so stoked to Oh dude, it was so cool. So dude, Zach, thank you for coming on. This this was this was so, so cool for me. It was like, oh, it was so sick. So, hey, anyone that's listening, thank you so much for listening. And if this is your first time, hello. And if this is your, like, another time, hello. Uh, but it, it this was this was so much fun. So, again, thank you, dude, for coming on. And guess what? Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day and de- day also if you have another time. Okay, see, I'm going to stop that. But, yeah, uh... I'll see you on the next episode.